Bapak Sus ya. Oke. Dari 5 4 3 2 1. Yo. Yo. Welcome to Sibo. Again with this Baba Susia shit. Yeah, man, we know. We were talking about it already. He was asking me, what does it mean? And I was telling him, it's basically talking shit. The whole purpose of it is just, we're going to be talking shit. It's called Baba Susia. Dirty saliva, saliva yeah. <laughs> but before we get started with anything mm-hmm. else, man, state your name and rep your set. Where you from? Steve with a rapper, you know, from Jersey. You know what we do. You know the vibes. We here, baby. Let's go. All right, man. So, like, you know, you're an artist from... New Jersey. Okay, mm-hmm. and you basically you you're based out of here. Mm-hmm. So, um, has it been a little bit difficult since COVID started? You know, to oh, get shows and yeah, stuff. And hell can you yeah. tell me a little bit of how that feels right now during this moment? Just man, during COVID, it's hard to get shows because a lot of promoters don't want people being their clubs and their clubs getting bust down and shit. Yeah. So, and you know, I'm not that big of an artist, so I'm not doing. I'm not really doing shows like state to state. So I mostly try to look for it in Jersey, and Jersey's type strict. But I was in Florida, like, a couple weeks ago. And how was that? <laughs> Visiting, like, some friends, try, like, doing some work and shit. And we was in a club, and the clubs were packed. Bro, I'm telling you, the Florida's different. Were, the clubs were packed. Florida don't give a fuck. No masks, no nothing. Bro, in Florida, they be running around. They be slapping people. Just if you tell them to wear a mask, they'll slap you in the face. I swear like, to God, <laughs> they'll lick their hand and then smack you. <laughs> exactly. Um, now you got Rona. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But because of it being difficult like doing shows and stuff mm-hmm. has it been um a little bit more on the complicated side like when like you were starting to get a steamroll before covid you were mm-hmm. probably starting to get steamrolled you yeah. were ha- probably having crazy shows yeah hell yeah correct right yeah it's um especially before it got like real crazy like i was doing a show i did a show i think december and then january and then i had a show for f- like the end of february and then that's when shit st- started really getting crazy and then I got hit up by the promoter and was like, yeah, um, we had to cancel this show because of the whole lockdown and stuff like that. And then after that, nothing. So um, because of that, were you getting looked at some by some labels or like were any labels? I actually had because I did a song with my boy um, Gobi. He, he's the one from Florida that I visited. Um, I did a song with him and. I think this label, the label name was RGF Island. That's the label like mm-hmm. Fetty Wap was signed to, all that, whatever. Um, they actually liked the song, reposted it, and all that. But there's some labels I've been like trying to get a hold of, but you know how labels are. They don't give a fuck until you actually exactly. like blow up crazy. So, so um, for example, like what are some labels that you have in mind that you would like to like? Man, a label that I always wanted to get on because like I fit with like their artists so much is Alamo. Like, Alamo, they're based mm-hmm. in New York. Um, like, some of the people they have on there is, like, Comethazine, Smoke Perp. Can you tell Perp. us a little more about them? Like, just a little bit more detail besides, like, the, like the artists and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, what else, like, do they provide? Like, do they give you your own, like, like um individually? Like, you get to keep your masters or your publishing rights? I don't know because yeah. I've been trying to get a hold of them and no response ever. Yeah, labels are stupid. Yeah, but <laughs> then, then that's another thing I wanted to ask you too. Do you mm-hmm. mind, like, do you want to go independent or would you want to get signed by a label? Mm. Or do you have that issue with the whole label signing? Because what I've heard is a lot of issues with Yeah, that. like, I don't really want to get in a 360 deal mm-hmm. because, like, I've learned from a lot of rappers that I watched growing up that their career got fucked up from signing a deal that they didn't know about. So, 
I feel like God has a plan for me because he's making me watch all this bullshit that goes mm-hmm. on. So he knows that I'll learn from that and don't do the same mistakes that these other rappers went through. So label-wise and single-wise, I don't know. I will actually have to like sit down and go over every single term. And labels hate that. Labels hate that. They labels, want you to sign right away. Yeah, like, la- ignorant shit. Yeah, exactly. Labels hate that. So because I don't know how that's gonna go. What I came to notice with labels, what they do is they catch somebody who's like, re- like, oh man, this guy is broke and he needs mm-hmm. to get out now. Yeah, so exactly. We can easily like maneuver him now. Yeah, like, exactly. You can make you not broke now. Come here. Yeah, exactly. And it's exactly. more like they trick you with that, and at the end of the day, you're sitting here like you just got bamboozled. They played you. Yeah, exactly. Right after you sign that deal, right after you get that hit song, and then you sign that deal. And then you're trying to <laughs> release another song, and they're like, uh, we're not going to give you the budget for that because yeah. your, your sales didn't hold up to the agreement, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then now they're fucked. It was like, um, I don't know if you ever saw the 360 deal. Like, I, I don't know if it was like, I forgot what company. that uh, The one that Fetty Wap was signed to. RGF. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, you saw, I don't know if you ever saw the 60 Minute Live with Young Thug when they were trying to tell Young Thug what to do. Uh, no, I don't think I ever saw that. I don't think I ever saw it. It was 300. 300. Yeah, yeah. I figured it was 300. I figured it was 300. Uh, 300. Yeah. Let, let me not say say anything just in case one day they watch this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they be like, yo. Yeah. Talking crazy, but nah. Like, but yeah, that's what I was watching the other day. I was like, damn, bro. They really like. And this is like, you know, I fear like my biggest fear is like I low key would love one day, like when I'm like 40 something to be mm-hmm. some rapper's manager or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a lot of people, they don't like they don't know and they just be signing these contracts and just yeah, jumping in. And then exactly. next thing you know, you don't own your masters. Yeah. You, you don't, don't own, own your publishing rights. You don't own anything. You don't own shit. And now you you're just sitting it. here with your fucking dick in your hand. Mad as hell. Like, what yeah. the hell just happened? Yeah. <laughs> look what just happened to what? Who was it? Taylor Swift? Mm-hmm. They just decided. They tried doing had. it with Megan Fox. Um, no, yeah. not Megan Fox. Megan Thee Stallion. They tried mm-hmm. doing that with her. Mm-hmm. And she um she said, nah, I'm going to go sign with Jay. Yeah. Look look at that, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Fetty Wap, they kept them and they held them down for mad long. Like, man. Yeah. Like, what, what some people don't know is that, like, let's say you sign a label deal and then you get that million. That one million is not for you. That one million is what you have to pay back. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So I would rather sign, let's say, like a 50000 single deal and then make that money back, then pay that 50000 off. Mm-hmm. And then plus residuals, I'm still going to get from that song if it was a hot song. And then sign another deal mm-hmm. if it gets better. Okay, okay. And, like, another question I have, because this is a two-part question. Mm-hmm. This is a long-ass two-part question. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the second one is, and do you feel like the industry, like, there's certain industries that actually look out for certain artists, like, that they're not all bad, not all industries, like, nah, not yeah. all record labels is bad? I don't think all record labels are bad. It depends. Most of them that I know are bad, like, what I've heard and seen, but I don't think all of them are bad. Mm. Like I, I, I feel need, like United, uh, I think that, that's it, right? You uh, United Masters, yeah, they what, are pretty good with their stuff. Yeah, they, they, I think they're like a indie label. I yeah, think, they're right? more like I think they di- distribute your stuff, but yeah. you keep your masters, yeah, or something like that around those lines, like where yeah. you keep certain stuff, you keep uh-huh. your royalties. Yeah, but yeah, they're like an indie label. Mm. I don't really think, but. There's good and bad things about labels. Yes. Labels. Like, because I'm looking from the outside mm-hmm. in. So mm-hmm. what I'm trying to, like, I want you, like, what, what I'm trying to, like, see is, like, 
more like what are you, what were you like in your like perspective like with it you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it's more like it, i'm on the outside looking i'm not a rapper or anything yeah like but th- there's mm-hmm. there's good and bad about labels mm-hmm. good labels help you push okay. and reach like different demographics and like a bigger audience bad you get stuck in contracts yeah so there's two parts to it so you rather be in the would you rather be having like one where it's just like they pay you for that album to go do it or like a contract you like it depends like i said i don't <laughs> i don't know i would have to get in there and see what they offer and sit down and have a long talk <laughs> <laughs> Make sure everybody on the same page. And mm-hmm. plus, when you go to a label, you need leverage. If you go to a label without leverage, you're going to get fucked over. Because yeah. you need leverage. Yeah, because also, like, you know, like, a being, like, like having a fear of, like, signing to this label and then, you know, getting bamboozled. Yeah, exactly. Midway through, you're just like, yo, you e- know? Exactly. So, like, what are, like, little things that you look for to, like, you know, secure the bag and make sure that you're in the best interest and not the label and they're not taking advantage of you? That's where the the leverage comes in. Um, let's say like you make a super fire hit song, yes, right. Of course, you're gonna get label offers because they're always gonna want to make money off that song if it's heat, mm-hmm. right. So I would say, don't sign right away, and keep all the rights to that song, right. You're not gonna get as much push that as you did with that hot song mm-hmm. but i would say don't sign right away um maybe for the next hit song you feel me but for that first hit song that's really getting pushed just by you yeah you didn't need a label for that mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't need a label for that you probably needed a label for billboards name on billboards that's it mm-hmm. you didn't need a label for that your boy shot the video yeah. La- your label didn't do that yeah so i would say keep all the the royalties and the rights for that song so that so those residuals could keep coming in because mm-hmm. you're just only gonna keep getting hotter. Yeah. When exactly. you sign the label after. Okay. So as your song your song gets like further out and it gets hotter. So how does that like process like what goes on after that? Well, well, like I said, um, just keep. Don't sign any deals for that song. None of that, right? Yeah, for that for that first hot song that really got pushed just by you. Mm-hmm. Don't because you didn't leave you didn't need a label for that song. That song just blew up, probably like on TikTok or something, mm-hmm. and you just can't get money from streams or that shit. And then, if you let's say you make another hit song, and then probably you could sign for that song and anything after that, but you're just gonna keep getting residuals from that first song that blew up. You feel mm-hmm. me? So all the all the rights to that song went to you. Okay, okay. So um, so when you're making a song, right? Mm-hmm. What what goes into that process, like? What goes into it? Well, first of all, I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's one thing. I first when I first met you, yeah. we were chilling. And I was like, "Yo, you trying to smoke this blunt?" And you that looked at me, yeah, you was like, "I'm sober." I don't, I don't smoke. I don't, yeah, I, I thought I that that was smoke. crazy. I thought it was I, the craziest thing in the world. I, <laughs> I drink, I drink, yeah, I drink, but I do not smoke. No. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> when I'm writing a song, I have literally no thoughts in my head. That I'm about to make a hit song. That I'm about to make a banger. You like, just walk in there like, like, fuck like it. no, like no thoughts. Like, I go on YouTube or <laughs> hit up one of my boys for a beat, mm-hmm. and then I just let the beat like ride me, like no homo. It's okay. 
Exactly. Um, yeah, so I'll go on YouTube and get a beat uh-huh. or hit up one of my boys. Like, I got different producers everywhere. I get a beat from one of them. Like, that's why I have a different flow. Like, if you go listen to my music, I have a different flow on every single song mm-hmm. because I ride the beat. I don't go off, oh, this is the flow I'm going to use. I let the beat guide me. No, yeah, because I do remember us talking about, like, when yeah. you're making other songs, like, mm-hmm. you want to test other waters, too. Like, Oh, yeah, because, you know, sometimes What's pe- up? I heard yeah. you want to sing. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't really say sing, but. Oh, you heard them vocals? Yeah, I heard them. You, you got all the two on here. Stop playing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nah, play, 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 play. But, um, yeah, you know, sometimes people get tired of listening to you know the the trap vibes all the all time aggressive shit. Yeah, yeah all the time i wouldn't really say my music is really aggressive but it's like uh, yeah oh. yeah it's like like high tempo you yeah. feel me it's like yeah you getting Cause lit because that, that shit that you dropped with easy yeah off that the shit, muscle yeah. yeah that shit was hard that shit off was the like, muscle out now go get it stream yeah. everywhere Exactly, it's you out everywhere, everywhere, all platforms. Yes, sir. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a bop. It's a bop. It's gonna be hitting. It's gonna be hitting. But um, but yeah. Also, like, yeah. You say you also wanted to dip and dab into other music, like. Yeah, man. I'm not even gonna hold you. I always wanted to do pop. I wouldn't. It's not bad. Like. Yeah, I was gonna do pop. Like. Bro, those are. Pl- those I are love hits. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wanna make timeless music. Like, it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's, it's yeah. to make it timeless music is hard, but I wanna be able to like make pop you know not really sing r&b but like harmonize type stuff yeah like i want to make people i want to make music that people could like really enjoy for like a long period of time and don't get tired of listening to it yeah so you're basically trying to make the music that you hear when you take your grandmother out to a doctor's (laughs) appointment exactly 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 that's a forever playlist forever being paid you never exactly gonna be broke. <laughs> exactly and i want to be able to you know win a grammy you can't win a grammy win off hood shit the whole you, time. you can't win a grammy off drill music it's not like you drill, can't you, but drill, the grammys don't the grammy <laughs> the grammy i know they they don't acknowledge they i don't think they, they don't acknowledge the, the the crazy trap shit you feel me yeah they don't acknowledge really acknowledge drill music you know what i feel like what they be doing like the grammys is like it's like how can i describe it it's like you ever seen like when people be like yo this man could play. like it's like a basketball player right for yeah. example uh-huh. like there's a legend in the street and yeah. everybody loves that legend in the street that play yeah. ball and then there's michael jordan and then exactly. michael jordan meets that legend that actually knows how to really play for real for real street ball and shit yeah, and exactly. actually torched michael jordan mm-hmm. it's like that and it's like they don't ever talk about it. they don't want to talk about that Ex- shit. it's kind of like frowned upon like nah, exactly nah. exactly that's that's how the grammys are they the grammys are really biased but they also this is one thing you also gotta think about too because it's like the thing is with the Grammys, besides them being biased and, like, not open and, like, low-key, like, fucking not moving with, like, thought, they're not looking good with the times. They're yeah. just, like, I feel like they, all them white people that are behind the scenes yeah, controlling ex- exactly. that, basically, are not giving the flowers to the people that they need to ex- give it to. Ex- exactly. Like, um, I don't know if you ever heard, um, I don't know, this, it's this song by uh, Tribe Called Quest. Busta Rhymes, they're talking about like the Grammys and they say they don't know nah, anything about true it. competition. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And it's true. They mm. don't know anything about true competition. They just yeah. know, oh, okay, this sold, whatever. But like, if they really kept an eye on like the hip hop community, you'd be like, whoa, mm. like, hold up, let's put more money into this. Like, first of all, our culture, you want our culture. You want to yeah. do half of the shit. And then you don't want to give us our flowers. Yeah, you see, but the thing about that too is that 
rap is at a dangerous state. No, it is with the drill shit. Yeah, like. rap is at a dangerous state, and I feel like they don't want to bring that sort of gravity and attention towards the Grammys. You saw what happened at the Souls Award when Tupac and, and Suge and them ex- went up. Ex- and I feel like that's what they're trying to stop. E- exactly. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to gravitate that towards, you know, high class, hey quote, unquote, well, quote unquote, high class Grammys. Yeah. You feel me? First of all, I don't even care if it's high class. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> the time. You gotta exactly. stop moving with the times. They said it's the new way in. They're ex- kicking the door through. Yeah, exactly. But they're trying to stop that. Mm-hmm. They, you feel me? They don't want they don't want that type of energy over there. So, they, you know, they're going to keep giving it to Taylor Swift. I'm tired of her getting all the awards, bro. That's yeah. like they co-clown them, bro. You like, know they're gonna keep giving it to Taylor Swift. Come on. You can't like, and it's it's annoying because if you have a talented artist, like mm-hmm. it could be yourself, right? Exactly. You came up mm-hmm. and you just killed it, right? You exactly. just hit the you hit the billboards. You were the top ten in the billboards for exactly. like, and you charted seven weeks in a row. And Straight num- got it out the mud. Exactly, mm-hmm. and your numbers is like up there. Exactly. Like you're pulling Drake numbers, kind of like in mm-hmm. a way. Like I'm just saying, like an example. Mm-hmm. And they'll go by and they'll look at you and be like, "Yeah, no, you didn't get this award. Guess who got this award? <laughs> Taylor Swift." Yeah, exactly. You're just like, "What? Exactly." <laughs> and I just put my blood. That's into you? that's why I want to get into like the pop, you know, uh, uh, industry because mm-hmm. those artists get praised. Those artists get praised, like, like for the main, yeah, for like for the mainstream type music. Those artists get praised, so that's why I wanna, you know, dibble and dabble in that a little bit. Okay. Like the R and B scenery too. Probably have like somebody singing. Not me, I can't sing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yo, let me ask you this: Are you an artist who is willing to step out of his comfort zone to make different type of music? Like, oh, some, like hell yeah! Like you saw how like ASAP was. ASAP yeah, when yeah. Gams died, then he went and he started exploring and shit. Yeah, and then hell he did, yeah! Like the supersonic stuff and I everybody all, else yeah, too. I'm always writing different type of music in my phone, but I never mm-hmm. bring it to the studio because I'm a perfectionist. I can't, <laughs> I can't record. That's why I don't be recording that much like that because I can't. Cause I have an ear, I, I have I'm a, on, I have I have an ear for it. Uh-huh. If I don't like how it sound, I already know other people are not gonna like how it sound. Mm-hmm. So from me writing that first line, it's always the first line for me. Mm-hmm. Every song, the first line what is. What goes into making that first line? Like that first. I don't. Line. I like don't know. Like, <clears throat> I don't. I don't know. It just comes to me. I swear. I never planned it. Talent, yeah, it just, yeah. It just. It just. It just comes to me. Like I hear a beat that I really like, and it just comes to me. That first line. Like every song you, uh, of mine that you listen to, that first line is what grabs you. I swear. That like, first line. Like, you just walk in and be like, I, I, that first. <laughs> like, I oh, swear. Okay. Bring it back. <laughs> I don't know what goes into it, man. Nah, it's man. So, like, after, like, as you're getting through the song, like, what goes in through, like, the mid-process of it? Like, man, the mid, the mid, I begin stuck right after the chorus because right after the chorus, I'd be like, oh, shit, what comes next? <laughs> like, shit, man, I got the so, hook, I got the chorus, I got Yeah, ex- exactly, right? Right after the chorus, I'd be like, man, what comes next? So, you know, I don't, when I'm writing music, I don't really try to force lyrics because then it's gonna become another question i have when you were Mm. a kid (laughs) sorry (laughs) exactly (laughs) when you were a kid did you ever read a lot of books and stuff like were you into reading and stuff oh i wouldn't say reading well Mm -hmm. i was in school so i read Uh (laughs) (laughs) i was in school so i read but i wouldn't let's say like read for fun Uh, okay because i was saying like if you're making music you're probably Mm. writing like crazy probably yeah i write i I write a lot i write a lot i write a lot um 
because normally most of the like people that oh. like it, mm-hmm. they were artists right for example yeah. i've asked like a bunch of artists like before like i've interviewed like famous artists like mm-hmm. i remember i asked jacques once i was like oh so when you like this was like off camera and everything yeah. we were talking and i was like yo so when you make music like when you first started did you write it he was like yeah dude i used to read and write and i was a church a church choir boy so yeah I was yeah I used to, I used to, um... You was church choir boy? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have had vocals by now. <laughs> like, yeah, hell yeah. Nah, I used to write a lot. Like, I remember, this is before I even started recording music. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably like 12, 13 years old. I would have this notebook. Um, I, I didn't really write on my phone during that time because I had like a little Android. I, I was <laughs> like, oh man, I, these buttons, man. I used to write in my notebook a lot. Like... I used to have like stacks of notebooks like to here. I used to mm. write a lot, but reading mm, in school, yeah, but not for fun. <laughs> but I do, I do enjoy reading though. I'm not mm. gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna bash reading. I, I do enjoy reading. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and then like the finishing process, how does that? Tell us, tell me more about that. That last part right there. <laughs> the finishing process, well, what for white for writing or recording? Like the recording, like the last part. For finishing process, man, the ad libs. That's, that's the that's the sprinkle on top. <laughs> after the whole, after the the song is done and you like how it sound, ad libs is where it is is where it's at. You ad ad libs brings the song to life. If you understand what I mean, they they bring the song. They give the song like more energy. Mama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like like yeah, exactly. That's what brings the song to life. So ad libs. So you're Stevo, right? Yes. Where does Stevo originate from? Man, I'm not even from. I'm not even right. from here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even Stevo. I'm not. Nah. I'm not even from here. Um, he doesn't even go here. Yeah, exactly. Like me and my like me and my Caribbean friends be be um be making fun. Man, look at these Americans. <laughs> like when we be seeing like niggas wilding, like we be joking. Like look at these Americans. But I'm not even from here. Like I I was born in Haiti. Uh, oh, I came. I say. Yeah, exactly. Then you said that good. Yeah, you said that good. Yeah, you said that good. Yeah. You know, Greg. Yo, <laughs> shout out to my boy Greg. Yeah, you know, man. But um, I came here when I was like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I w- I went to Irvington. Yeah, I was there till like. 15, 16. Is everything like the the spot where like a lot of Haitians go? Because my boy. Oh, yeah. Like my frat bro that <laughs> oh, I was yeah. saying, mm-hmm. Greg, he's from over there and he's yeah. Haitian. So they have like a big oh, Haitian. Oh, man. He, like, he even pointed out his church. He goes, yo, that's my church. I was like, my nigga, that look like one of the churches in DR. My nigga, yeah, like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> like they man, yo. <laughs> in Irvington, Haitians everywhere. You're not going to go down the street without running into a Haitian. Uh, okay, okay. That's why I was always wondering. I was like, yo. Oh, Haitians everywhere. I was like, his parents didn't leave. Haitian this. ran. Every store you go into, you're going to get in. Bro, I think uh, at one Haitian. point, I even walked into a spot where they were like, you get your credit fixed and learn how to play guitar. I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we going to play guitar and yo, get our credit fixed. Bro, nah, I walked into a store and it was designer belts and cell phones. With the most random shit. <laughs> they be like, they be jacking it, like they yeah, be boosting, like they exactly, be doing shit, exactly. I was like, you got designer belts and cell phones, man. Damn, there's a whole so business out here. <laughs> who, like, how did that name like come up, come about? Steve, like, how well, you, like I'm Steve the rapper. Was it like he was like, I'm crazy as fuck. I'm a jump, like real Steve did. Nah, <laughs> nah. Shout out to Steve man. I used to watch. The I used Wild to watch. Yes, yes. I used shit. to. I used to watch Jackass, but no, that's not where I got it. You from. know, like if they low key opened that back up, I would like send my casting. Like I don't mind throwing myself into like a wall and shit. Like, oh man, that shit was you, so much fun for me. You, like watching that, you <laughs> have fun with that. I ain't doing Hell, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, what? Yo, I'm Jacob, and today we gonna be riding. This shit. Nah, but you, yeah, but um, I actually got the name 
Steve-O before I knew the like who the Jackass crew were. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about, I'll say probably around 13, 14 years old. Um, my uncle started calling me Steve-O. Mm-hmm. And like it just stuck. And then like the whole neighborhood started calling me Steve-O. Steve-O, Steve-O, Steve-O. So I guess it just stuck with me. And then later on, I found out that there was another Steve-O, mm-hmm. the jackass. And I was like, what? Who is this? And then I started looking into his videos, and I was like, oh, this motherfucker crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm going to keep the name anyway. But his name is spelled weird. His name is spelled S-T-E-V-E-O. Minus, oh. Yeah, and it, it's like a dash O. Mine is spelled S-T-E-V-O. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and then as far as the rapper. Little I'll, did you know, you know he was born in Brazil. Really? Yeah, his dad was like a big multimillionaire, like owner. Mm. Like, yeah, it's so random, but continue. Oh, what he was saying. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> learn something new every day. But um, it was probably like around I say thirteen, fourteen years old. Um, my first rap name was Young Stevo. But <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, I was fourteen. Young. I was yeah, exactly. You would have had a man. I went through. I thought it was gonna be like little Stevo, but I was like, no, 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 hell. I was like, nah, <laughs> hell no. At, at first it was like, yeah, at first it was Young Steve-O. And then a lot of rappers was was coming out at that time with like Young. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man. And then I was like, I'm going to just leave it as steve the rapper. I just added the rapper. I don't know what age I added to it. Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to put steve the rapper. And some people would be like breaking it up, Stevo, and then the, and then rapper. It's like one word, people. Stevo the rapper. Yeah, yeah, got that. Yeah, it's one word, Stevo the rapper. All, all, right. the, all caps together. And then that's when I found out about Chance the rapper, and I was like, "Oh, you gotta be kidding me!" There's another the rapper. <laughs> I was like, "You gotta be fucking kidding Chance, me!" I the was rapper. like, "I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me!" I didn't think there was any of the rappers. You know, I was young at the time. I didn't really know about Chance the Rapper. And I was like, there's another the rapper? Oh, my God. But I was like, this time it's Chance the Rapper. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that time it's Chance the Rapper. Mine is together. Steve-O the Rapper. One word. Feel me? That's the difference. Now, yeah, I know. Isolate. Exactly. So, um, you know, with you being, you know, Steve-O the Rapper, do you Mm -hmm. feel like nobody could be up to your wild boy status? Or like I wouldn't really say <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't really say I'm a wild boy, but I'm like I'm I'm energetic sometimes, mm-hmm. you feel me? But not really to the other Steve O level. You know, yeah. I'm not running through walls and <laughs> putting crabs on my nipples and shit. <laughs> nah, nah, I just wanted to ask because your name, you know. <laughs> but um but yeah, do you feel like now that you're you know, you're stepping into this mu- you're doing music, you've been doing mm-hmm. it for a while now mm-hmm. and you I've heard your stuff. It's pretty fire. Mm-hmm. Appreciate OG it. Fire. Appreciate you it. Already know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give the flowers where it's due. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, since you've been making, like, music and stuff, do you feel like your music is not, like, close? Like, yours is way better than what, like, other dudes is making. Oh, man. Like, you're just like, well, I should be signed by now. Like, I don't know why oh, they complain. Oh, man. You know what? A lot of people tell me that every day. I don't get a DM one day without somebody asking me, yo, why you not signed? Why you not verify? Why you don't got more streams? Why, like, people not paying more attention to you? I'm like, you know, because I'm always one for, like, manifestation and, like, staying in high spirits. Yes. 
I'm like, man, I, I don't know. My time will come, you know. I, the music is good. It's just, you know, it's not my time yet. But when it, let me tell you, but when it is my time, because my, not to be narcissistic <laughs> or conceited, but my music is, my music is good. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's different. Like, a lot of people try to find someone that they can compare me to, and they can't. Mm-hmm. They, they can't. And then that, that's where you're just like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, lo- a lot of people try to, like, find people to compare me to. Like, I remember when I was in Florida and I was, like, meeting new people and, like, we were all in the studio, you know. Um, I was with uh, I was with my boy Dovey and, like, mm-hmm. a couple of his friends and, like, um, they do music, too. And some of them is, like, impressed or whatever. Um, and I was playing my music in the studio and they like, yo. This shit is fire. Like they didn't know it was me. I was just, you know, I was just playing it because I like to hear myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, I like, he was like, man, I'm exactly. I love myself, man. I, I like, I like to hear myself. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna make this song. Man. Exactly. I'm not gonna listen, listen to this shit. Right. I, that, that's how fire it is because I make it and I, I, I like to hear it all the time. You right. So anyway, we were in the studio and I was playing my music, and they were like, yo. This shit is crazy. Like this shit is hard. Like who is this? And I was like, oh, that's me. And everybody's like, what? That's you? Blah blah, right? And they were like, yo, yeah, yeah, this song is hard. And he was trying to co- like trying to find somebody that he could compare me to, but he there's couldn't. Nobody. Yeah, no, nah, I listen, listen yeah. to this shit. I was like, there's nobody I can really compare. Yeah, there's to. nobody you can compare me to. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's nobody. So I use that as an advantage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't know if you've been watching like comedians. Like Dave Chappelle, and they've been running a lot of shows on the road, right? Mm-hmm. But they're doing like their own bubble concerts, bubble like their own bubble shows. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about doing your own bubble shows to bring yourself upon, like to do stuff like that? No, I haven't thought about it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't object to it. Uh that'd probably be better, actually. Probably be more fun. Everybody, you feel me? Everybody safe. Yeah. No, no one's sick. Nah, man, <laughs> we, I just we gave just you. Oh, look at that! That's some marketing skills like that. <laughs> <I just gave laughs> <you right. laughs> but um, yeah. If I ever got, if I ever got hit up, if I ever got hit up, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, I'll probably, I'll probably do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. If anybody was like, yeah, I'll do a bubble show. Yeah, I'm down for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. My bad. That was my phone going off. My laptop. <laughs> <laughs> People are just going crazy right now because they're like, "Oh shit, you're doing this again." <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so, what are your? First of all, I have a question. Wait, so that's well, my phone. Don't mean to cut you off. That's actually tough because you know how, uh, like, no jumper. Yeah. He, he, he usually has like live streams of like people that's like typing and like messaging him like yeah. during like the interview and stuff. So that's actually that's actually cool. That's yeah, tough. Man, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. It's just they're, they're like, oh mm-hmm. man, they're like, <laughs> that's weird. You haven't done that in such a long time. Yeah. But because you do music, right? Mm-hmm. Who are like your top five rappers? Top five rappers. Well, one person I really grew up with was Drake. Mm. I like Drake a lot. Um, uh, no, nah, it's like a, it's like a weird. I love him, but mm-hmm. like his, I love his music, but yeah. his like the way he kind of be handling certain situations. I don't be fucking with that. Yeah, that's every rapper. <laughs> yeah. I like Drake. Um, Mick Mill. I grew up with Mick Mill too. I grew up with like. Um, well, I grew up with a lot of R&B, too. Uh, um, Who are your top five R&B people? Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's weird, right. bro. I thought you was gonna be like Maxwell or some shit. You said Rihanna <laughs> yeah. Fraser, the Islander. You yeah, Rihanna. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Re- that's my girl, Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, he's at Rocky. Um, yeah, Rihanna. Um, who are some other R and B's that I listen to? I listen to um R Kelly a lot. Um, Ashanti. Um, I wouldn't really say Ja Rule is R and B, but he did a lot of R and B songs with like a lot all, of uh, yeah, songs art- for the girls. yeah, with artists and stuff. If it wasn't for the money, yeah, Rihanna, Ashanti, you know, Ja uh, Ja Rule too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what you call it? I, there's a lot. I can't really think of names right now, but uh, yeah, those are my top. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, what are some new projects you're bringing out for us, man? Um. What's like I said, you got going on. Like I said, I'm a perfectionist, so we'll see. <laughs> man, we ain't COVID <laughs> right now. This is the perfect time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. You know, I've been working on uh, a lot of visuals lately. Smart. Yeah, working on a lot of visuals. You know, like you said, people are at home. They want something to watch. Exactly. And you need visuals to go with a with a good song because people people will probably watch the video more than they listen to the actual song mm-hmm. just because of the visuals if it's fire um but yeah i've been i've been working on some stuff um i got a lot of songs like in the vault that i've been trying to save for an album but i don't really want to do an album i just want to keep dropping like fire yeah, at. i really quick album yeah i really yo five songs five songs because like when i do it because like when i want to do because like if i do an album uh-huh. i want to throw some r&b in there and like have some female singing in the tracks and those those type of songs take time mm-hmm. those type of songs take time so we're gonna get there probably 2021 nah. <laughs> so to end this with um tell us why people should care about steve the rapper Man, like I said, you can't compare me to anybody. When you listen to the songs, that first line, it'd be like, oh, he different. <laughs> that first line. Oh, he hit that, that first line, oh, he, oh, he's different. He's different. Like, yeah, when you listen to me and you listen to other artists, even like big mainstream artists, you mm. can't, you can't, you can't compare me to them. You could, you'll be able to deliberate the difference between both of us. You just, you just can't compare. You just can't compare me to other people, and that's why, I, like, a lot of people gravitate towards me, because I get a lot of DMs every day. Also talking about some, oh, like, I didn't expect this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, and then after listening to that one song, they get hooked, and then they wait for more. All right. Exactly. All right. Well, here you have it first. Baba Sucia, ya tu sabes. <laughs> we out here with Steve-O. Baba Sucia. You know, Premier, Sa- Premier Sound Studios, where you we based the, out of. You know the vibe, Steve-O the Shout out to the homie Jersey. Sag. Exactly. Sag over there. You high, Sag? No? Nah. <laughs> he chilling. Yeah. Love it, man. But there you go. All right. All right, man. <laughs> All right, man. All we got to do.